Boys and girls, Mel Herbert here. It's uh, September 26th. It's 2019. Yeah, it's a Thursday. We're talking to Elon Daly, part of the, uh, you know, Talking Tesla network of shows. And I was very happy to see a report from Electric about more V3 superchargers. We were just talking about it yesterday. There's a new one coming to Florida. But now, uh, coming out of supercharge.info, there's actually 40 new stations that have appeared in the permitting stage. Now, you should go to supercharge.info if you're into superchargers like I am and go check it out. So they'll tell you what's in the permitting phase and what's in the just about to be built phase and the ones that are already there. It's a very interesting read. Now, we'll go into this a lot more detail on Sunday because we're going to do a big show, a large show, a grand show for the patrons on Sunday. But 10 of these 40 are V3s, mostly on the east and west coast. Uh, but we hope to see them throughout the rest of the country as well. And we hope that these are the big lovely ones, right? They've got the uh, solar and the, the battery backups and all the V3 supercharging fast loveliness. So um, keep it up, Tesla. We need a lot, lot more of these. But this is good news. This is news which is excellent. And then from Jalopnik, have you seen this picture of this car? It's called a uh, Cano, maybe it is, C-A... N-O-O. Cano, maybe? I don't know exactly how they pronounce it. But it's a van. And the front of the back of this van look about the same. It looks like one of those sort of VW uh, vans. And it's basically a box on a skateboard battery pack. But inside, it's super modular. And it's got lots of room. And there's this bench in the back seat. And the front sort of captain's chairs spin around. It's got about 250 miles of range with an 80 kilowatt hour battery. And this is going to be sort of a subscription model, supposedly. You get the car, the insurance, uh, the registration, the maintenance is all part of sort of one package. Now, this is a startup, and so we'll see when we actually see it, if we actually see it. But it is a super interesting design. Just looking at this, you're like, wow, very utilitarian. I could use this for a lot of things. I could put people in there. I could put stuff in there. And particularly if I can fold and move some of these uh, chairs away, I could put a lot of stuff in there. Now, obviously... It's the kind of thing that looks like it's headed towards full autonomy, although right now they say not yet. It's just sort of an electric van, but super interesting. Now, of course, it's only super interesting if you're going to do a lot of trips, if you've got a supercharger light network. But to me, this is, we're going to see a lot more of these sort of prototypes. We're going to see some of them come to market, but Tesla has an enormous opportunity here for something like an X or a van where they basically do something really interesting in the interior. I shouldn't say X because, you know, those falcon wing doors screw a lot of things up. But a van that's like this that basically just give us like a 150 kilowatt hour battery skid on the bottom and then just fill it up with lots of space and the ability to modularize the inside of it would be absolutely spectacular. Of course, this would be perfect for your service uh, vehicles as well. Uh, surfboards and uh, all other things. Just really interesting. So go check it out. It's really interesting. Now, I don't know about uh, you, but I don't think of Goldman Sachs as sort of a liberal bastion, right? Goldman Sachs, well, they like their capitalism and they like their cash, right? Well, they just came out with a 34-page climate impact statement. And uh, they said things like this. Because of the warming of the planet, we're going to have more intense, longer-lasting heat waves. The consequences will affect human health, productivity, economic activity, and agriculture. It's going to be a problem. We've got uh, destructive weather events, which are going to get worse and worse and worse. And they say it's not just New York, Tokyo, and Laos and places like that. 
It's going to be all over the place. Changing disease patterns as the earth warms, particularly in places that used to be more temperate, then all of these tropical diseases or diseases we used to think of tropical are going to start moving up. They're going to move out of the tropics and they're going to move into Florida and then they're going to move up to, you know, Michigan. And this is going to produce some significant economic downturns. Shifting agriculture patterns and food shortages and livestock issues and water by 2025. Hello, 2025. Half the world's population is going to live in significantly water-stressed environments. And on and on and on this thing goes. Very concerning. So again, you know, you have these people, oh, it's just a liberal conspiracy. You have insurance companies and you have people like Goldman Sachs who are not interested in liberal conspiracies saying uh, we have to start planning for this in terms of insurance, in terms of where we're going to put our money to get uh, investments and get some cash back. This thing is real. Please stop screwing around. I know I'm preaching to the choir, but if you would like another argument as to why uh, this is not some sort of giant Area 51 conspiracy theory, Goldman Sachs. Mm -hmm. Goldman Sachs. They're planning on this badness. It's happening now. 2025, half the world. Water stressed. Upsetting. Now, I don't know if you've heard about the 2170. You should because we talked about it on the show. Inside the 2170s, you can have some different chemistries. And so there's this so-called NCM811, which you can put into a 2170. And what does NCM811 stand for? Well, the N is nickel, the C is cobalt, and the M is uh, manganese. And so you have eight parts nickel to one part cobalt and to one part manganese. And obviously you have your lithium in there as well. And so this type of battery is a very modern battery. It supposedly has a much longer lifespan. It has much less cobalt than prior iterations of this. And you know who makes this? LG Chem does a big version of this. And you know why I'm talking about it? Well, that is who is going to supply the batteries for Model 3 in Gigafactory 3. And so while Tesla and Panasonic are friends... And while we know that Tesla is working on its own batteries, or at least it seems that that is a slam dunk, for now, in Gigafactory 3, in China, it looks like they're going to use 2170 cells with this latest chemistry. This chemistry which is part of getting to that million miles before you have any significant degeneration. Already we've got batteries that, you know, they'll do three, four hundred thousand miles before there's any significant degeneration. But this is sort of the next step and just of interest. Again, we're going to do a big battery show, a large battery show. We're going to get some experts on the show and talk about all of the various iterations here and where we're going. Tesla is trying to get to basically a zero cobalt battery because cobalt is expensive and there's not that much of it. And it gets mined in places, mostly in Africa, where you really can't sort of um, improve the conditions of the workers there because there's this artisanal stuff and it's mined by kids and very complicated. But you really you know, for lots of reasons, you don't want to use a rare earth metal that's only comes from a few suppliers because you can be held to ransom in various ways with that. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Mel Hubbard. The show is Elon Daly. It's part of the Talking Tesla Network. We're going to do a big show, a large show, a large grand show on Sunday with the boys for the patrons. And if you'd like to be a patron, feel free. Go to patreon.com and look up Talking Tesla and eh, throw us a little, you know, love. Otherwise, go and do iTunes. Give us a rating and a review, you know, helps out. And otherwise, it's till tomorrow. Bye.